This week on the Veterans Podcast, toxic exposure for K2 vets, or to find help when disaster strikes, and confronting racism within the ranks. You are listening to the Veteran Podcast, the podcast digging into important veteran-related topics, news, and resources. Here's your host, U.S. Army veteran Joe Stone. U.S. Representative Stephen F. Lynch on Thursday introduced a bipartisan bill that would require the VA to provide health care to veterans who served at Karshi Kanabat Air Base, also known as K-2, and, and those who have who served there and have since been diagnosed with toxic exposure-related illnesses and diseases. Between 2001 and 2005, as many as 15,000 U.S. service members were stationed there to support military operations in northern Afghanistan. Unclassified DOD documents have shown that those who were stationed there were exposed to multiple cancer-causing hazards, including depleted uranium. The U.S. Army Center for Health Promotion and Preventative Medicine found that the potential for daily contact with radiation was 100% for all those assigned. If you are affected by natural disaster, like the massive power outages in Texas recently, you may be in need of resources. A great place to start, if you didn't know this already, is disasterassistance.gov. That's disasterassistance.gov. You can apply for disaster assistance, check application status, identify FEMA disaster recovery centers, find housing assistance, and more. They even have veteran-specific information. Go to the information pull down and select veterans. Also, know that many insurance companies like USAA, for instance, also provide near immediate assistance with money to cover food loss and other things. Check with them for more information. If you know any other resources, please feel free to share it on social media and tag the Veteran Podcast, and I will relay to everybody else. It's time for an honest reckoning. When it comes to racism in the military, says Richard Brookshire of the Veteran, the Black Veterans Project, half of minority service members report witnessing racism among fellow troops during their time in service. New Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, who is the first African-American to serve in the role, has acknowledged racism in the armed forces. In one of his first acts as SecDef, Austin issued a stand-down order across the military to address extremism within its ranks. A necessary first step, according to Brookshire, but more needs to be done. Almost over 40% of black folk who, you know, experienced discrimination said that they had fear of reporting for, you know, fears of retribution. Um, and this is this is just the tip of the iceberg. They have to ask more pointed questions. Mm-hmm. They have to organize resources. Um, they have to actually enforce the policies that they already have in place. They can't merely uh, you know, continue down the task force rabbit hole. They can't merely just pay lip, lip service by appointing personnel. Um, certainly those things are important, but the military's had these policies in place, and it's really a lack of willpower for enforcement. For more information about the Black Veterans Project, go to blackveteransproject.org. That will wrap it up for this edition of the Veterans Podcast. Well, actually, before we wrap it up completely, I'm curious if you have ever experienced any sort of racism during your time in service. I can't say that I have, that I recall other than towards the enemy, it was quite common when we were uh, deployed to, you know, places like Iraq and Afghanistan. Um, but I can't say I, I, I recall it ever being, ever hearing it within the ranks at all, unless it was just kind of, you know, being funny and jest or whatever it was. And it's, so it was kind of, you know, within teams and 
and it went every direction. It wasn't like a, it wasn't common, but it wasn't uncommon either, I guess. But I don't recall ever seeing or hearing of anything that was um, blatant, I guess, and and with malice. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I know it happens. I just, of course, have never witnessed it myself. Um, but that's why I'm doing this, though, because I want to give a voice to people who don't have one. So if you have an experience like this uh, and you want to talk about it, um, share, your, share your experience with me. I'd be happy to have you on here. Uh, please let me know. You can email me at joe at theveteranpodcast.com. That is the best way to get a hold of me. So joe at theveteranpodcast.com is where you can email me to uh, share your story. So that is going to wrap it up for the Veteran Podcast this week. Hope you got something from it. Uh, please find the Veteran Podcast on social media at the Veteran Pod on Twitter and at the Veteran Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, and also, you can also go to our website, theveteranpodcast.com, for some uh, more information if you want to read the blog regarding this. And once again, all of the stories that I cover, I have links in the show notes to where you can go find, uh, read more about it, uh, where I got my sources and all that stuff. Trying to be as open and um, honest about everything as I possibly can. Hope you enjoyed it. We will see you next week.